0: so here's the choice some people say the usa is finished it's evil a has been full of hate and injustice the u.s constitution should be trashed and the bill of rights abolished no free speech no gun ownership competition and free markets are bad we're all too stupid for our own good the government must own everything and know all your secrets other people say that america has created the freest richest happiest most generous society that has ever existed in the world That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where
1: do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com.
0: Brought to you by the American Media Council.
2: I can hear him. Okay, so Chris, maybe it's right there on your board. Here we go.
3: The following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadiolawTalk.com. With your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law... And now, radiolawtalk.com.
2: Welcome to Radio Law Talk. It's July 10th, 2021. We all survived 4th of July. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Todd Kunin, and Chris, our uh, director and tech person, and our producer today, Cal Hunter's out, and so is Denise Dirks. We welcome you. If you want to call in, you call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, again, 855 855- Five two nine seven two three four. We'd like to welcome KGDC thirteen twenty AM, ninety two point nine FM, and one hundred two point three FM, Walla Walla, Washington, and KHSS one hundred point seven FM, Athena, Oregon, are our newest affiliates that just joined us. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. You are part of a wonderful family. We thank you for your, uh, your, your, you know, I guess we thank we thank you for following us, right? And and actually. Um, let's see, General Manager Rod Fazzari, Thank you for uh, putting us on the air. We appreciate it, man. We're just growing, 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 right, Todd?
4: Absolutely, we are. We, you know, we're we're like a teenager. You can't you can't buy clothes for us because we keep growing out of them. There's a visual that'll stay with you all weekend.
2: That's exactly <laughs> right. Speaking of all weekend, we're going to talk about uh, Britney Spears' latest legal uh, wranglings, Avenatti's sentencing, Trump suing social media. Tobacco lawsuit is overturned. This is a very, very interesting one. You want to hear about that one. American Pickers, Mike Wolfe, we're going to talk about him. Tesla's being sued again. We're going to talk about that. we got a lot more other than that. Uh, this is a three-hour show. We're 9 to noon Pacific time. Every Saturday, we love to be here to talk to you about Radio Law Talk, like a producer said one time. That sounds a little boring. This is not boring. This is the most entertaining, exciting, and sometimes, right, sometimes informative show on earth. But just remember this is the most important thing. We're second only to the Alien shows. Absolutely. The Alien shows, when you're driving in Nevada late at night, right? you're cruising and you start breaking down it starts clunking and you're kind of off to the side of the road in this and you got to pull off into this into this little road that turns into dirt and the next thing you know, uh, it rains and lightning. That's the time to listen to those alien movies. That is the best time.
4: The only reason I disagree with you on that, Fred, that's the time when you turn off the lights and now you become the subject of a future alien movie because, hey, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. You you, you may very well be abducted.
2: That's the way to do it. But but we are only second to those shows. Those shows are the coolest in the world. I used to listen to those when i drive to college late at night. I was almost almost abducted. They came down right into the room, the
4: ceiling parted, and they said, oh, you got cats? Yeah. (laughs) And that was it. They left me alone. It was a
2: beautiful, beautiful person, and then you you woke up, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember, we talk about general topics of law. We're – seek local counsel. We're not giving any legal advice. Go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com, and you can read our – what Todd? What we can, can they read?
4: We, we can read the disclaimers. I say that word, and I start to already fall asleep. But yes, you can read the disclaimers and find out what we are saying and
2: how how our information is to be taken, and more importantly, how it is not to be taken. You know what? I had Fourth of July. We're going to talk really quickly about Fourth of July. You know, I had a wonderful time out at Fourth of July uh, at one of my kids' house, uh, and my I have grandkids. I'm an old guy. You're the younger guy, so you don't have grandkids yet. And it was really cool. They they like had a bounce houses. They had they had a slides. They had the fire department there. They shut off the you know closed off the road. And it's this, these neighbors doing this, and everyone's shooting fireworks off. And uh, what a great time! What a great time to celebrate our wonderful country. Uh, again, we always say this. We're politically neutral here at Radio Law Talk. That's why everybody likes to carry it because there's no issue of, oh, this is conservative radio, this is liberal radio, this is Radio Law Talk. We're going to argue both sides. But here's the most important thing is we always say, look, we uh, w- we believe there's differences. But the uh, best thing is, is we just agree to disagree and move on, and the United States is – the best thing out there, even though it's imperfect and it has issues, it's the best thing out there. Right, Absolutely,
4: you know. I, I in the there's cri- got to be a kitty
2: bump for that one, though. Wait a minute, Chris. There's got to be a kitty bump, man. You're bad on your kitty bump. We got our new guy. He's not doing his kitty bump. Oh, uh, do your kitty bump, man. Where's a kitty bump?
5: Your points for you. Okay,
2: you can do that one. Whatever. So we're we're gonna. Uh, what did you do for Fourth of July, really quick before we move on? Well, I did a baseball game. That's right. So I, I do.
4: announced. Uh, I do play by play for baseball and, for minor league baseball, yeah, right? and we had a ball game on the fourth. We had a ball game on the third. We had a ball game on the second. So it was a a busy weekend,
2: but wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Chris, the most important thing you do is why don't you just set us up for the case or no case, on uh, those of you who are new, case or no case is something that everybody comes here for, and it is our producer trying to stump the lawyers on a case. We got to tell them if it's, whether it's a real case or a fake case, and if it's a real case, what the outcome is. Ready to roll? Do you have like that little promo to roll it or not?
1: Uh, yeah, I've got the I've got the opener right here. Go ahead, open it. Let's see it. Now Ooh, it's time. To you play got it down, case Or no case. All
2: right, case or no case. Here we go. Tell me about it.
1: And now, case or no case. James Stout was a high school senior, Raging River High, Dothan, Alabama. It was senior picture time. He went to Eschenbach Photography and got some pictures taken. When it was time to get the pictures, uh, James picked them up, and uh, he realized that in the background were the two words, Sunrise, Sunset. And James was a highly recruited defensive back. So when he sent out his picture with his recruiting package, he got back a letter from a Brady Jasper, a first-year legal student. Jasper told Stout his picture was acceptable for the Football Spring Guide or unacceptable for the Football Spring Guide because it had a copyrighted phrase in it. And could he take another one? Of course, Jasper had nothing to do with the copyright. He just wanted to make trouble for a jock football player, whom he despised because <laughs> he was a jock. Stout decided to draw a line in the sta- in the sand. The football player, Stout, drew a line in the sand. Jasper, uh, Jasper thought that the stout matter... Would make a perfect case in mock court first semester, so he went to his professor and asked him, "Case or no case?"
2: Ooh, how much time we got? We don't think. How much time do we have? We Just
1: have three? got about two and a half minutes. Oh,
4: no, I don't know. I, I, I think I think there's think? plenty of time to ruminate back and okay, forth, but well, maybe not you give the answer. Oh, I you start. start. I, I think. Well, if Chris, I said, who do you want to start? If I say Chris, who starts, and you've already said Todd starts, guess who started? I think Todd starting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's Suck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, <clears throat> okay. So.
2: Copyright the, law. Well, the thing
4: is, is I could absolutely see some knucklehead wannabe law student. <laughs> actually <laughs> do, law student. Doing uh, this to a, a, a jock just to mess with him to uh, play around. So I will say that, look, all of this, all of this is absolutely true. But it never, I'm going to say it never materialized into a case. It's, it's an interesting scenario. It, all of that is very interesting, but it never made it to being a case. That, that's, that's my answer, and I'm sticking by it. So I'm going no
1: case. You're going no case. That's right. Okay. Does
2: that mean it's my turn, Chris? Uh,
1: well, you're the only other one here. <laughs> <laughs> wait there's not somebody sitting
4: across from me holy toledo all i, need, I, I say, need to change my beverage yeah, this
2: is how this is how bad chris is he's so new this is sponsored by strauss naturals we love strauss naturals by the way our sponsor of case or no case today. oh well that's <laughs> not that, that's <laughs> not on my
1: that's not on my paper
2: okay well i guess you don't get paid for that part. i guess not yeah. anyway strauss naturals we appreciate them they're one of our our sponsors of this whole show Uh, Anyway, I want to talk about uh, this being one of Cal's typical made-up scenarios uh, that he was sitting on the toilet and thinking about, and he was scribbling on a piece of toilet paper everything about this case. (laughs) So what I'm going to say is it's a cool scenario, but it is not a case for the following reasons. Cal has nothing better to do. That's why he's not here. He just wanted to make fun of it, and I'm going to get some points over you, Todd. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the answer. We're going to—did you say no case? I too? said no oh, case. Oh, I two. guess we're going to get it on Denise. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about the answer from Chris, and then we're, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Britney Spears. Man, there's some things going on about Britney Spears. We're going to talk about behind the scenes, what it's like to be her lawyer. We're well, not her lawyer, but uh, we know what it's like because uh, we've handled similar cases. Actually, Denise has, and she's not here. We'll be back after this. Don't forget Strauss Naturals.
3: This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to straussnaturals.com. That's S T R A U S S, straussnaturals.com.
6: Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals heart drops over the past 20 years. Strauss heart drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label.
7: That's 800-711-9218.
6: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, If the lines are busy, please call back.
7: Call now 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182.
6: Is this real life?
5: Not really.
3: This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO.
2: Yeah, uh, Chris drinks his coffee in the morning and I have the uh, diet soda that has caffeine in it so I can stay, uh, you know, going full tilt. And I forgot though, I usually try not to do that because you have to kind of burp during the time. So I'm... Doing everything I can to stay burp-free for the whole three-hour show. This is Radio Law Talk, 855-LAW-RADIO. We are going to uh, finish up on Case or No Case, where Chris was using a case from Cal Hunter's little playbook that's about uh, <laughs> an individual uh, that that uh, is a star football player, and he used for his recruitment some... Song as part of a video or some sort, and this law student decided to say, Hey, you can't do that.
1: Is that right? Uh, No, well, he had, uh, he used his high school uh, photo from his senior year, and the photo had a copyrighted phrase on the background.
2: All right. So we both said it's a scenario but not a case. And, Todd, you're in charge of keeping the points, right, now that Denise is gone?
4: Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we said that, and yes, I am.
1: Go ahead, Chris. Tell us the verdict. According to Cal, Jasper made up some mock court papers, and Stout got them and said, okay, let's try this in mock courts. Well, actually he didn 't no case yes, it was a Booyah. made up
2: one where 's the clapping? We need clapping you well, got to get some clapping you don't know where to there we go there well, we go Caught that's it at a, the end all right all right that 's good clapping <laughs> all right so, so so it is a made up case that that 's what we do here in case or no case, Some of them are actually real. Um, and some are very interesting, and some aren't so interesting. And that one was semi-interesting. And,
4: and did you go into the Cal Hunter vault for that case? Uh, no,
1: he emailed these to me himself. Okay, yeah. so,
4: all right. I just wanted to make sure you. Didn't I did not get to. Own... I, no,
1: I didn't get to choose.
4: Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you didn't take your own life into your own hands going into the <laughs> vault. You know, you never know what you're going to see down there. Nice stay out of there. <laughs> Speaking
2: of vaults, let's talk about Britney Spears. Oh um, look, I, I was just saying during the break, and we are here uh, uh, for the hour number one on Fireside, the app. We are, and I've, we're still going to be pushing that out a little bit slowly because we're still uh, booming here on our terrestrial radio. Thank you for all of our our followers on radio um, and those online at radiolawtalk.com listening to us. But um, – Brittany is uh, okay. She she made that statement. The statement that she made, and I'm not going to go through the whole statement, was about 25 30 minutes long. And she right now she's in a conservatorship. And what a conservatorship is is this is like telling everybody like the whole world knows this. She's Believes at one time she had problems handling her personal affairs and her money, right? So the court, you know, puts people in charge, and her dad's been in charge for quite some time. And the court, over time, has has put in, you know, put different people involved to help con- as part of that financial group. You know, came on as conservator to help watch her financials. She's got a manager. She's got an assistant. Blah 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 blah. Right. So she makes this thirty-minute, uh, basically chit-chat with the judge as they do a motion to remove the father as con- one of the conservators, right? And, bu- and then she, in essence, starts slams her lawyer, slams uh, a number of individuals, or I'm not going to say that she wasn't right or wrong. I'm not saying right or wrong because we don't know. But the point is is she basically laid out the things that she felt that they did wrong, right? Or wronged her. What's the problem with that when that starts happening? Well, you know, there's there's people that you
4: directly attack, in, in, that she did in terms of her statement, and then there are people that are indirectly attacked by not only the statement that she made, but the means by which it was published to the public, which I have an issue with. But the the net result of that is, well, there are a lot of people that support Britney Spears. There are a lot of fans of the whole free Britney movement and everything. Right. If she comes out saying that there are allegations and she makes the allegations that that these could be as much as uh, high enough to be criminal activity, well, first off, you have a huge security concern for everybody that is referenced right. in that – in her statement. Everybody that's referenced in that statement is now going to start getting hate mail. They're going to start getting stuff coming to them, everybody wanting to support Britney, all of her fans. so. Number one, security concern. Number two, people that have that have been appointed that have a legal function are now going to find conflict. Well, con- a conflict because because you're coming after me, right? right? So there's a conflict of interest there with her attorneys and with her conservators. Those folks have to get out, and they got to get new folks in if the conservatorship continues. Right, and so she's created a huge conflict of interest with her entire team representing her.
2: Well, the, an alleged conflict of interest, but that's you know, but but the fact that she said that, sure, said some stuff. So first thing is her longtime manager uh, Larry uh, Rudolph, uh, who is also Aerosmith's manager. That's is that right. right? Uh, said I'm officially out. And I'm done and and walked away because I think she said a few things about him. Uh, she's he's been with her since 1995.
4: He has right? pretty much guided her career mm-hmm. from the beginning. Another reason that, uh, that he gave for saying that he is retiring and getting out is he has heard he now he, he's quick to note that Britney has Spears has not told him this directly, but that he has heard and he believes. That she is on the cusp of officially retiring from the entertainment industry, right, so he says, well, there'd be no reason for me to be here if I have a, to represent a star that
2: or a performer that no longer wants to perform that's what he's saying well let 's back up so the judge here before we get into all that uh, so what what's uh, this is the melee that happened after the statement, just so you know the judge denied her request to remove her father by the way um, um, so the the request was denied. Um, basically, you know, the judge is going to be able to kind of put whoever, I, I guess, make a, a different team or he's not but not necessarily kick people off. She wants to kick off. At least that's my understanding. Is that right?
4: Yeah. the uh, It's a two phased request. The request to have her father removed as conservator actually occurred, I believe, in late uh, late last year. And the judge said no, but they right. appointed a co-conservatorship. Right. And then we had the hearing coming up in that, that just happened. Right. In June, where she said, look, I want the conservatorship to end. And he said we- no. And she, she said She no. says, I want the conservatorship to end without having to be reevaluated." But her attorney, after that hearing, said, well, that's what she wants, but Brittany has not told me to file an, a petition to end the conservatorship. Right. That's just what came up in this hearing. So, yeah. so we've still got a couple of things to talk about with this, but... Um, the, The way this went
2: down, it's kind of tough. We're going to be back after this. We're going to talk more about Brittany and the latest of who's dropping off the ship. We'll be back after this. I'm Fred Penny, your host, Radio Law Talk.
3: commercials and other announcements aired on Radio lot Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio lot Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
8: I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do.
5: The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors.
3: But I don't have no time today i don't know what i do
5: your car smells good and it's clean at quick quack car wash and i know this place right down the road quick quick quack car ca, car wash quick quack car wash
1: Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, here's what it's gonna cost you are you sitting down you'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest and it's gonna take over 13 years to pay off your original twenty five thousand dollar balance that's how they make money now it's your turn to fight back by calling the debt solutions network we'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt we specialize in credit cards retail store cards and medical bills we promise we can and
7: will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEAD.
5: Rug is gone again. Oh, come
3: on! You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and now
2: back to the show—the number one radio show with the best kitty bumps in the whole world. Radio Law Talk, no kitty bumps better than Radio Law Talk. Are you
5: serious? Yeah, I'm
2: absolutely serious about that. So we're back to Brittany, and we were talking during the break at uh, the people at uh, our wonderful fireside. I'm going to do a shout out for Ariel, man. Huh? Hey, we shattered shouted somebody out. Yeah. Heard nationwide in maybe 100 shows, 100 radio stations. Um, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about why, why we think as lawyers, everybody's jumping ship. Todd, why is it that people are starting to jump ship? Not just because they're saying, you know, it's funny. We're kind of reading between the lines and, and as you say, uh, you know, reading the tea leaves. But the minute something is said about a lawyer, about, you know, a financial advisor or something – there's the potential, not that there is, of a conflict of interest. So, what's the first thing they do? We're jumping ship, right? Jumping ship. And so now her her manager's jumping ship um, after 25 years of taking care of her, um, and and now her lawyer's jumping ship. And that's the lawyer that was standing right next to her uh, during this hearing,
4: correct? Absolutely. This was a this was a hearing that happened via <laughs> online. It was a it was a video appearance. And so when Britney Spears made her statement, she was ostensibly at the lawyer's office, appearing via video conference with the judge. And it's interesting because I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but I have to assume that at some point in time in the future, the judge, if she hasn't done so already, is going to say, who recorded that and how did it get leaked to the public? Because you're not supposed to record judicial proceedings without the court's permission. And it's pretty clear from that recording that that wasn't somebody recording the Zoom conference. That recording was made because you can hear the device being moved around. It was made, it sounds like, in the same room that Britney Spears was in when she
2: made that recording. And if I'm her lawyer— Either, well, we're not saying that it's there. we don't know where it was recorded, but you're saying it's interesting. Just that's yeah, a, that's, that's, what it, that's what
4: it sounds like, is right. that it, it was recorded there. And if I'm her lawyer, my question is uh, either I know the recording was made or I don't, but I don't believe there was permission from the court. And that gets out. That's going to reflect poorly on me. So, one, you've done something that gets me in hot water just by getting the recording out there. Well, I, but I, we're not saying
2: that she did. We don't obviously know. Obviously, we're we not saying know. repeatedly. We we're not saying that that's right. what happened, but that is
4: a and concern. A it's a thought. thought and a concern. And then the second thing is, if the tenor of your statement, Miss Spears' statement, is to say, essentially, uh, my conservatorship is being mismanaged, and you start pointing the fingers at all of the different actors that you believe are mismanaging your conservatorship, and the guy sitting right next to you who's your lawyer is one of those on that list that you're mentioning, well, that's going to be pretty hard for that person to continue
2: representing you. Well, especially when she says on the statement, sitting next to her lawyer, you know, and she's basically was a little bit critical of what he was doing and then said, you know, I'd like to hire a lawyer of my choice. <laughs> Can you see the lawyer? You're sitting there, the lawyer going. But, you know, it was written out, I guess. So I don't, was, know, she, I don't know. She was reading it. She was reading it. So I don't know if he knew that or not. But I'm sure he just said, go ahead. And I'm sure he's looking, looking there going. All right. And so he has now stepped away her attorney, and, and filed the papers. There's papers you have to file to, to step away That's as right. the conservator's attorney, um, the conservatee's attorney. And um, so he's stepping away. Don't forget, last week, her financial advisor, which was uh, – I can't remember the name of the company. Oh, Beesmer Trust or Bessemer Trust. They walked away and said, we're done. And, and, well, they filed the paperwork to be relieved. Yeah,
4: I've heard a lot of people – in, in watching TV and listening to the news reports, a lot of people initially were very critical of her attorney in the sense that why would you let your client make a statement like that? Why would you allow that to happen? And, well, the fact of the matter is, first, she's got a right to make a statement. She is allowed to make a statement at a hearing like that. She's allowed to address the court. And, Fred... I'm sure in your legal career you've had this i've had this in my legal career where you can give your client all the legal advice and what's the best course of action you can do that until you're blue in the face and some people they just want to do what they want to do that's right and, that's I, right. and you reach the point where you say all right
2: go ahead make your statement make sure you do an email and say i've yeah. advised uh, i've advised you not, advised you not right. to
4: do this i've done right. I've, I've covered all of my bases but if you want to make that statement have at it and we'll just let the chips fall where they may. And and if he read the statement beforehand, look, if I read the, if I was her attorney and I read that statement beforehand before she made it, I know before she even starts making that statement that I'm going to have to get out of this
3: case.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. The father is actually saying that there's some issues, too. He's saying that there's too much money spent for the 24-7 security for the entourage, for basically some of the conservatives, right? They're actually saying there's fifty thousand a month on security for an individual by the name of Jody Montgomery, and that Jody Montgomery is one of the executors of some sort. But I, but I, it's just amazing what is going on uh, here with Brittany and the amount of money being spent, and yet she's still financially doing pretty good. Yeah, she look, she's not hurting. The people that the people
4: that were responsible for taking care of her finances, that they, they did. They did a good job in the sense that she appears to have more money at the, con- you know, at this point in the conservatorship after, what, 13 years than right. she had when it started. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, I do think the one point that Britney Spears raised in all of this that I thought is a valid point is this. Her argument, how is it that I can be responsible for the payroll of so many people? How is it that I go and I work all the time and I'm responsible for all of these people's essentially livelihoods because I employ all of them? Not cheap either, by the way. I'm the one signing the fronts of the check and these people are all signing the back of the check to cash it, right? How is it that I am able to do that while at the same time legally unable to care for myself, to take care of myself, to do things and... Look, she makes a point with that, and have no say who's I can hire or not hire, right? Or they're yeah. being paid too much. I mean, I mean, you, you get back at what conservatorships are typically for. You know, Grandma has Alzheimer's disease. She's got an estate. She can't make decisions for herself. Things are very tough. A conservator is appointed to help manage her estate because. <laughs> Mentally, she is incapacitated, can't do it. It's grandpa. It's an uncle. It's a child who has suffered a debilitating injury, and the parents have to take care of the child for the rest. There are a whole host of people that are legitimately and, and severely incapacitated. Right. And, and, well, a similar idea was used here to get the conservatorship over Britney Spears. I think her argument is I'm not in that class anymore.
2: Well, here's the question I have for you, Todd. When we have to get a conservatorship for you, what do you want us to do with the cats?
4: Oh well, don't leave them in the same room with me because after a, like a day or two of me not moving, they'll just view me as a meal. Ty so, has uh, Yeah, he has
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we, What are we going to do with them? They're your best friends. What were their names uh, again?
4: I, I don't know. By, by by the time that happens, unless it happens, you know, I got enough money to last me the rest of my life as long as I die next Tuesday. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> You know, I,
2: I got to pull away from that. Well, they'll,
4: they'll fend for themselves. My kids will take care of them. Uh, OK. They'll, they'll
2: deal with it. The kids will take care of them. Just don't. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. yeah, they're good. OK, they're good. we'll do that. So, you know, uh, Michael Avenatti, right? Michael Avenatti is an attorney. By the way, he flew a jet. It was a Honda jet he used to have. I remember when this first all came down, he had his own Honda jet, which is actually a pretty cool jet. he would fly around. And uh, there are so many different cases going on against him. He's got this is the Nike one we're talking about, where there, the allegations were that uh, that he was extorting money from Nike, and the FBI got involved, and he he pled. Oh no, he's found guilty. He's found, found guilty. He's not pled. That's right. He's got two more coming up. The one with uh, Stormy Daniels, That's right? And another one in California where uh, there some of his clients are claiming that, or the. Uh, the bar or, the, uh, or his clients and or our clients are claiming that he uh, pilfered some funds. That's right. So he's got two separate cases coming there. Uh, this guy's in trouble. And so the issue is, is what's he going to – he's been in jail up in New York uh, for quite some time during the pandemic and tried to get out, couldn't get out, and then finally was able to get out. They let him out um, uh, for a short time for the pandemic. And so he didn't sit there the whole time in jail. My understanding, he got out toward the end, didn't he? Isn't that correct? I'm not sure about that. I thought that, he did. Yeah. I thought he did. For a short time, he did. And and so the argument uh, uh, occurs is what, what how much, uh, what's his time going to be and what's his sentence? Now, Todd, as a former prosecutor and as a criminal attorney, how does that work? I mean, this 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 was for quite some time ago that he was convicted and yet just now they're just getting around to determining his sentence. To me, that just is kind of interesting. It takes that long to do that. Now, I know there's pandemic issues, right? There's, and, there's- and, But but when we come back from the break, I want you to talk about a little bit about, you know, how the process works once they're convicted, how long it usually takes for them to get their sentence. And then we're going to talk about his sentencing and really how much real time he's going to be doing. So we're going to be back uh, right after this. I'm Frederick Penny, your host. Uh, this is Radio Law Talk. Put your seatbelts on. I always say buckle up and tighten that strap. We'll be right back.
5: Thanks, tax doctor.
7: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800 263 2610. 800 263 2610. That's 800 263 2610.
6: Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big. And now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit ArborDay.org. See how you can help. Life is
8: full of bittersweet transitions it's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who have served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net.
5: Peek-a-boo
4: Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling.
8: Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help.
2: Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org/signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better and it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
5: Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You better listen to us.
3: Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show.
2: Talking about Michael Avenatti, and we've got a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California, and now with his own Criminal practice, Todd Cunin. Todd, tell us how that works. It, you, know, they're, 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 uh, they're, you know, the judge is going to sentence Michael Avenatti, and this is in New York, correct?
4: It's a federal case out uh, of New York. In New yes. York,
2: and so what's happening is he's already been convicted, February two thousand and twenty, right? Yes. And then now he's just getting his sentence. What if the judge says, "Okay, I'm only going to give you six months"? Yet he he spent a year in prison. How does that? Why did? I know there's a COVID situation here, so ignore COVID talk about that second, but how does it normally work?
4: So typically after a person is found guilty, they plead guilty in a serious case like this. There's a lot of reports that the judge is going to have done by probation, by investigators to come in and The idea here is what's the appropriate sentence? And if a person is looking at a long prison term, so, for example, what Avenatti was charged with, convicted of, he was looking at a a prison sentence under federal sentencing guidelines, anywhere from like 108 to 135 months. That's a long time. That's a long time. And the prosecution was asking for the upper term of that probation, of of that uh, sentence range. And a judge can deviate from that. If it looks like somebody is going to get a long time, it's not that there isn't a rush to sentence him, but any amount of time they stay in custody, that's going to count against the time that they would ultimately do. So if you're sentenced to five years and it takes a year to get you in sentencing, by the time you're sentencing, you have a year of credit against your sentence. And so that's one thing. Avenatti's lawyers were arguing for sentencing to say, yeah, he served some time in custody, and then he may have been out of custody, released because of the pandemic. And so what they were essentially asking the court to do is say, why don't you sentence him to what's called time served, which means sentence him to whatever he's done up until now. That would be the amount of time that he has to do. So after you impose a sentence and put him on probation, he's essentially free to leave because he will have already accrued enough time. That's very common in sentencing. In this case here. Well, obviously, the the judge fell somewhere in the middle. They didn't – the judge did not go the upper term of 108 to 135 months, nor did the judge say, well, okay, we'll just let him go time served for what he's done up till now. He was sentenced to 30 months. That's two and a half years that he's going to have to do in prison, and I think that they do that. He has to do 85 percent of that.
2: Does he get credit for what he already did? He
4: will get credit for what he has already done. So let will subtract the amount of time he was in custody up to that point uh from the remaining balance or from what he's sentenced to and he'll have to do the remaining balance of and this that. is on the nike
2: case he's still that's got right. two more cases coming up against him
4: that's correct two more cases in different jurisdictions now look sometimes when somebody gets sentenced to federal prison the subsequent cases that are coming up well those tend to resolve at times where it's like okay if you plead we'll do this we'll run your time Concurrent with the time you're doing in your federal case. So while he's sitting in prison doing his two and a half years in the Nike case, for example, let's say he's sentenced to two years in another case. If they run it concurrent now, he's racking up time for both cases at the same time.
2: Got it. So he would he would be as opposed to being consecutive where they're stacked back to back. So not a fun time for him. And he, he actually got up there and, and, you know, just fell on the sword and said, you know, I've ruined my life. I've messed up. Because don't forget, there's issues. And, and I've heard people bring up, well, wait a minute, why is he being convicted for being a lawyer and trying to trounce on the defendant on behalf of his client? Well, it's the way that it, was, it happened and there was issues about, you know, putting tweets out about it. Is that not correct? There's yeah, a lot well, of the, issues there. The issue, the issue
4: here was – it's one thing when you negotiate. It's another thing. And what he was alleged to have done, what they proved in court was to say to say to Nike, you reach an agreement, a settlement with my client to the tune of whatever it was, 50 million or whatever the amount was. If you don't look, Nike has a market cap in the billions. Right. And if you don't reach this agreement with my client, then I'm going to go on the Internet because people follow me and I'm going to destroy. I'm going to reduce right. the that's market. That's different cap. That, that's different than negotiations. And, and that's where the that's where. The allegations came, and the jury ultimately said, no, nah, you know, that's extortion. That well, that goes beyond the pale of negotiation. Well, see, this
2: is my understanding. And, again, I, I may be wrong, but I've been wrong before, but it's rare. Um, the basketball coach that he represented, they told him to pay $1.5 right? But yet he said, for us attorneys, pay us $12 million. You know, it's like, wait a minute. I thought, like, don't you just get paid a percentage? <laughs> well, what, he, what he
4: was telling Nike was to you— Settle with the basketball coach for this and then hire us to come in and do an investigation to handle where there might be other problems. He wanted to actually get in there and do – that was part of the allegations that were against Crazy. him. And, and look, that just, that just went – uh, it just went far beyond your negotiations, arguably put him in a conflict of interest with his client. If in the middle of trying to negotiate one case with a proposed defendant, he's also trying to negotiate a business deal on his own for his firm. Wow. That's, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, so,
2: just a little bit of Just,
4: just a, a smidge
2: of a problem. There well, we him. only have a little bit of time left until uh, the top of the hour, but I want to get into the Trump big tech lawsuit. There's not a lot to talk about here. Everyone wants to talk about this. We have people, oh, you got to talk about this. you got to talk about this. There's two important things you have to understand. Don't forget, there's a lot of issues when it comes down to private businesses and the government. You have to separate them. And obviously, I know what uh, Trump's lawyers are saying, but Trump is suing big tech, saying that, uh, by the way, on a side note we've talked about, big tech's also being sued uh, by the government and saying that that they're uh, violating the Sherman Act and basically that there there's a monopoly going on. Right?
4: Well, and, and actually, that lawsuit was dismissed with without, with, prejudice. without prejudice. So we'll see what they file to try to change the lawsuit. But as they worded the lawsuit, right. the judge
2: says, yeah, you don't have a cause of action. But without prejudice means they gave him until I think, the end of July to to resubmit. So it's like, OK, what you've written down so far is not good enough to overcome what's called a demur or the beginning, and so they threw it out. And they, well, the Mar- federal court calls it different things. But, but basically they threw it out with the option to go back in and resubmit it, you know, by the end of July. So, But that's going on. So the government even itself is saying, you know, big tech, you've got a little bit of you know, too much strength or power. That's what they're trying. But this one, Trump is saying, you kicked me off Twitter, Instagram, whatever. He's going after all of them. That uh, kicked him off the platform after the whatever that was January sixth, uh, January sixth uh, thing at the Capitol. So yep. he, here's what's going on. The, Todd and I are just going to get it because this is going to go on for a while, you know. And I and I've read uh, all types of articles on this, and it's so funny how they're all like, uh, you know, this is the stupidest. You know, you can see the the right and the left write it completely different, but we're we're down the middle, and we're going to tell it like it is. Like it is is it's more difficult as a private business. To be sue to sue and say that they can't. In other words, Facebook's a private business, Instagram private business, so is um, you know Twitter, and they can they've got more leeway than the government does. And in this case, I think it's going to be difficult for Trump to try to find that they there's a constitutional issue here. Now there's two things that his his I heard his attorney say. Well, they're a pseudo government. That's the one thing they're going to argue, and you're going to get and mention another issue an argument in a second here that they've got to overcome. But then they've got the uh, Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act, which basically protected these co- tech companies from being sued f- for being able to, you know, look at the content and say, you know, that's inappropriate, right? So, um, you know, people argue, well, who says they're the, the police, to what's appropriate, not appropriate? They become so big. You know, that they're that they're kind of dictating what goes on. Well, Go ahead, the,
4: the, the issue under 230 here is essentially 230 said that if you are just a, the medium by which other people say things, so you're the third parties make content and they post it to Facebook. You Facebook isn't going to be liable for the stuff that's posted if it's other people posting. You don't have any control over it. Right. That is what they say. The argument here is that the big tech companies are destroying their protections, their own protections under 230, by coming in and now censoring that conduct, that content that comes from a third party. That's exactly. And if they if they just keep hands off and let people look. We're just providing the platform for people to speak. We don't have any say over what they say or how they say it or anything. If that's what they do, then 230 protects them. This lawsuit says, yeah, now that you're censoring content and banning people because of what they say and all this kind of stuff, you don't have the protections of 230 anymore. Right. And so that's where it comes in. And then we've also got, you know, like you said, the First Amendment issue. In a nutshell, First Amendment only protects people from having the government come in and suppress your speech. These tech companies are private entities and they are not governmental entities. So they're not subject to the constitutional prohibitions. That's going to be an argument.
2: And we had that. We talked about those cases about the employees of a Houston um, hospital that they're requiring them to get the vaccination shots. And the government basically said. They're a private institution. If they want to require that for their private company, then they have the right to do that. That's not a government entity. So, Absolutely. Uh, hey, the first hour has been great. We appreciate you being here. I'm with uh, Todd Kunin, my co-host. We're having a great time. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. We'll be back hour number two, and we have hour number three. Hang on. We're going to put deodorant on and, t- and uh, have some breath bents. We'll be back.
0: Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil. A has-been. Full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech. No gun ownership. Competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone.
1: Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com.
0: Brought to you by the American Media Council.